Hello, and welcome to the Wild Blue Podcast, perspectives on aviation lives, lifestyles, and business. The next question is also very looming. Did you know what you were getting yourself into? We were just talking about this. Um, no, because when I married Chris, he was in the military, and and he, we just thought he'd be in the military. He was a career person. Yeah. Um, but we had some unfortunate health um, things that happened. And I don't know if he's talked about that, so I'm not going to share what it is. So um, he sat behind the desk for his last year. Mm-hmm. Well, no, second to last year, the year we were, um, the year we were engaged. And he sat behind the desk, and he got a sense of what it was going to be like for him when he got, like, older. Yeah. And he was like, oh, this is not for me. Yeah. Being behind the desk is not for me. <laughs> so um, he called one day. I was I remember this. I was on the treadmill, and he called one day and said, open the file cabinet and pull out my papers from KU, from ROTC. I'm like, okay. They had had they had not changed over their paperwork mm-hmm. um, when their commitment changed from eight years to nine years mm-hmm. he was he thought he had nine years I think is what it was maybe eight I don't remember exactly he thought he had this long commitment yeah. and when I pulled out the papers he had signed the old papers and the Air Force at that time was honoring that commitment wow so he ended up getting out a year early that's cool. and going the day he separated was the day he got hired by Delta mm-hmm. so yes I kind of knew what I was going to get into yeah. I knew I was marrying a pilot. I mean, he took the T-38 over my house one day. I was standing on the roof, and I was like, oh, my gosh, he's the coolest guy ever. <laughs> That's but, like, And then all the neighbors came out, and I was like, probably shouldn't tell you this, but that was him. <laughs> um, That's awesome. It was fun. So, no, I think once you get into the schedule, mm. it's very weird. At and then first, add kids to that. And, add kids to that. Yeah. Our first... You know, our first year or two, I was bored a lot because I had given up my career to move with him. Gotcha. I was an audiologist, mm-hmm. and when I came back to Oklahoma, there wasn't a position for me, and I didn't want to go back to selling hearing aids. Yeah. So I gave up that career before I got into real estate, and so I was depressed yeah. the first couple of years, um, but we figured it out. You just get used to it after a while, and then we had kids, mm-hmm. and it was hard, but you figure it out. You get used to it. And people ask you what it's like, and you can't even explain it. The yeah. only people that understand are the people that are in it, like Brenda and yeah. Amy, those people. Or like that, military yeah. spouses and stuff like that. Even military is a little bit different yeah. because yeah. they're deployed for a long time, or even if they're flying, they come home yeah. at the end of the day. Gotcha. So. That makes sense. I, yeah. heard, I have friends whose um, husbands are with the train company, yeah. and they say it's very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Single parenting. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah, sense. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe anything in transportation. Or Maybe. Sort of. mm-hmm. I think a lot of firefighters, too. Like, I have um, Diana, yeah. our friend mm-hmm. Diana. Her, she's married to a firefighter. Yeah. And it, it was, she understood the schedule, too. Because when she's mom, she's mom. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. When she's by herself. Yeah, you so. can't say, wait until your dad gets home in 12 days. Yeah, yeah you kind of lose that power. Okay. Yeah, 12 days. Okay. Sure, Mom. I'm going to be an angel until he gets home. Yeah. Again. Exactly. <laughs> What about you, Amy? Um, Did you know what you were getting yourself into? You know, having been in with the airlines for, uh, I think I'd completed 12 years with American Airlines, um, I understood what he was going through, that mm-hmm. his life sounded glamorous. And I remember I was having a really hard day. The kids were probably like 
three and one and a half, and I was not happy, you know, they're yeah. probably like puking on you, and <laughs> just the house is a mess. It's not you haven't that. showered in three days. Yeah, and yeah. he had a, a layover in New York, and he calls me, he said, what are you doing? And I tell him, and I said, what are you doing? He's like, I'm having a coffee, reading, doing a crossword puzzle in Central Park. And you're like, <laughs> You would think, and I remember thinking, I'm so happy for you. Aww. Because. You're so nice. Yeah. No, really, really, because I knew that it sounds really glamorous, right? Yeah. What wouldn't I give at that moment to be doing that? But I knew he had at leave at nine at night and be up all night and then get into yeah. London and then you're tired and your room's not ready. So mm-hmm. you have to sit around for two hours and then you sleep for three hours and if you want dinner you have to get up yeah. and then you can't work out and the food's expensive and then you sleep and it's always hot. It was always hot for me in the rooms in London. Yeah. And then you get up and you fly back. So I knew he had a tough you know, a few days ahead of him. That's so sweet that you have that perspective. The thing you learn about Amy, the longer you know her, is she is ever the optimist. She (laughs) will find the best thing about the worst (laughs) situations. And you know it's coming when she goes, yeah, but. Yeah, but. Uh Oh, here it comes. I say that to my husband, too. I'm sorry. That's a good good thing to apologize for. It's a good thing. Well, it wasn't wasn't always easy, but even with that knowledge, I still didn't know. Yeah. And I don't think, even now, I think I have PTSD, so <laughs> it's, it's not easy. How about you? I, I don't really that? know if I, I probably didn't know either. Yeah. And this industry is like up and down. Oh, gosh. No yeah. pun intended. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My one yeah, dad joke. That's it. And, and, and seniority is everything. Okay. Yes. So. And with yeah. mergers, yeah. and then with 9-11. Yeah, or COVID. Yeah. Yeah. We started our business um, during, you know, after the attacks on the World Trade oh, Centers. Okay. In fact, I knew, well, fortunately, I knew the crew that went to the mm. Pentagon, but unfortunately mm. that happened. Yeah. And um, then everyone's job is so unstable. Yeah. Um, so then we opened a business, and Chris started something. Your husband. He started Wild Blue. Yeah. My husband well, was, was a guard, Air National yeah. Guard, so yeah. he got deployed, he activated. Got deployed. Yeah. Wow. So we always had a kind of a backup. Yeah. But it's still. It oh, it seems like every ten years there's a threat of bankruptcy. And yeah. Then you downsize and then you hire and you downsize and you hire. So if you can tough it out, mm-hmm. I, think, I think our all of our husbands probably have to be be very good with finances. Yeah. I mean, there's times where you're like, we're declaring bankruptcy. Eric and I were talking about this the other day. Michael's got it. Yeah. We I were so poor bankruptcy. that like if we if we had a date night, it would be like the one one o'clock. When you could go to the movie theater, yeah. that was really cheap. Mm-hmm. You know? Two dollar theater, and then you might share a popcorn if you were feeling really, mm-hmm. you know, like you could afford it. And then now I'm talking to Erica, and because you were just as poor. Oh gosh, yeah. And 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 she's like, oh yeah, we're getting in our plane, we're gonna go vacation in uh, Texas at the beach. And I'm like, hey, we've, we come a long way from <laughs> diapers, have. and yeah. I have to take my kid to the park because I, I can't even do anything else. How many times yeah. you and I sat on your your bed eating yeah. whatever pasta. pasta we had at your house, <laughs> watching your little TV? Uh, but, uh, like that was day. our date night yeah. together yes. when the boys were gone. That's yeah. adorable. And we didn't know Brenda then, otherwise she would have come along too. Yeah, <laughs> but it was lonely at the beginning because yes. I moved from DC where I had a ton of friends mm-hmm. back home, and I hadn't been here since high school. You know, I went yeah. to college mm-hmm. and then moved to DC. So you're not so like connected with nobody people anymore, and I knew no one in the 
mm-hmm. in the field. So it was two or three years I really didn't have any friends here, yeah. which is hard. And when we first got married, we lived in Alaska. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I seriously would go six days without even talking to anyone again because I had the flip phone and I yeah. couldn't call home easily. And so I joined the church and that was about it, Yeah, you know. That's awesome. Um, well, not awesome. That's actually difficult. But that's actually one of my questions is, did you guys ever deal with loneliness and, like, depression? And how did you deal with that? Did you have people that, like, um, you connected with? Like, obviously, you guys connected, mm-hmm. Eric and Amy. Um, but, like, in the midst of it, whenever – this is mainly for any moms, I think, or any parents who are at home and they're by themselves and they're in the thick of it when their kids are younger and they just feel alone, you know, and it's difficult and they don't know how to connect with people – and specifically for pilot wives, that's kind of the reason I wanted to do this is to hopefully pilot wives will listen to this and maybe they connect with other ones and just hear another perspective of being like, I'm not alone. You know, like I'm and if they've gone through this and they can have a prosperous life and and just, you know, get through that. Like what what's your advice? Have, have you been through that? Did, I mean, Erica, you said you did battle depression during that I, yeah, time. And I, still... Yeah, absolutely. I did. And I think. I think when you are faced, anybody that's faced with being a single parent mm-hmm. for a long time or even a short stint, yeah. it's it's hard because everything falls on you. Yeah. Everything. And I um, I could go six or seven days without talking to anybody. I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be depressed, but I'd be <laughs> fine because I'd have a book. Yeah. But I have very gregarious children. Well, at least one. <laughs> so... Um, it's hard at first, but I think what you have to do is you have to make a decision to be intentional about getting out, be intentional. When Amy first met me, she called me like four times. Hey, this is Amy. We met at the Y. I'm like, why does she keep calling me? <laughs> That's where I met you as the Y. Yeah. I'm like, why is she white girl. calling me? And, you know, finally I was like, all right, fine, I'll call her back. Right, whatever. And then we realized we had really had so much in common. The yeah. kids were such good friends that I think you just have to be relentless mm-hmm. in Forcing yourself to get out and be okay with doing. I have done so many things by myself. Yeah. So many family yeah. functions, vacationed by myself, you know, gone maybe down with Chris to a vacation. He's had to leave and I've mm-hmm. had to bring the kids. You just have to be okay with it. And you have to yeah. say, you know what? This works. We're partnering on this. This isn't, I have to have you by my side 24 Yeah. I think that's good advice for any spouse or any sure. individual in general. Like, go see a movie by yourself, go yeah. out to eat by yourself and. Just do those things and with your kids too. Yeah. I think that's good advice. When I started doing that, I remember feeling like I'm a grown woman. Like Uh I'm going to go cry and eat McDonald's in a movie theater. Yeah. I can't, no one can stop me. They can't. No. No. It's the best feeling. Um, What about you? Or, Amy, did you talk about that? I kind of already forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, No, we did a little bit. Um, Yeah. The nor- I even had my family here, but mm-hmm. of course yeah. my sister had her kids, so she's busy with her life, yeah. um, and my mom and dad were here, but I think just finding that somebody, and then also, I, I am the type of person, if I decide you're going to be my friend, you're pretty much just going to be my I'm friend. I'm the same way, I'm like, you <laughs> yeah. can't get rid yeah. of me, I'm sorry. I apologize now. Um, I'm grateful for that. Just yeah. give, give in. Well, thank goodness you called her four times. Yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> you were being nice. Um. And then I, I don't think I really got depressed, but again, being a flight attendant, I think I was used to yeah. being alone. But I would go to the Y, and um, I remember getting on the treadmill, and I have this thing where if you just want to run away from it all, mm-hmm. I think, okay, well, imagine the clouds in the distance or the sun setting are actually mountains, and you're yeah. in Switzerland 
nothing changes in your life. So basically that says deal with it, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I would get on the treadmill at the gym and there was this beautiful window with mm -hmm. this farm in the front. Yeah, and I would just at run. the Platte City Way? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, and I would just run and I'd be like, okay, just pretend you're running away and then I'd just feel so much better yeah. and, and revived. And, and you worry why your daughter thinks, oh, she sings in the shower. I'm alone yeah. in the woods. Because I'm running away too. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best treadmills. Yeah, they were. That's actually yeah. where I met my it's husband. Really? Yeah, he ran like 11 miles one day because he didn't want, he was trying to look at me at the desk. <laughs> and I didn't even know till later. And he worked out and then went to the hot tub. You know where that desk is. Yeah. Right? And you can see and the I hot And I never tub. saw him for like six months. He was in the hot tub and I never could so check him out. So he's like taking his shirt off yeah. and like cool flexing his hey, muscles girl. You yeah. when you're like oblivious. I didn't even know. <laughs> yes. What about you, Brenda? Um, I don't think I ever depression but mm -hmm. I have um, five sisters and they're all pretty close to this area so yeah. I had my family oh, as a backup. That's awesome yeah. So the boys and I would just go do family things together when Todd was gone and then in my neighborhood it's we're out in an unincorporated Clay County but mm -hmm. there's about like 11 houses in a row on like oh, okay. 3.4 acres yeah. so there's other three other women that I became really good friends with and That's so I, I love that I too, love the stories of neighbors and the like actually talking to each other and like neighbor kids getting along mm -hmm. and everything. And, and that was probably the what bound us together with yeah. the kids. The yeah, for sure. Yeah. Same age. I always joke and say my kids made my friends for me. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have it made is. them. Yeah. And one of them is that's my good first advice. cousin, so there was a tie there too. Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. That helped. That's really cool that you have relatives on the same street. We had acreage too, but I, I feel like I was maybe two families in the whole neighborhood that had children. Oh, you were so. one of the younger ones? Just one of the only ones with kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you guys, if you have any advice for maybe young pilot wives or other pilot wives, maybe with kids who, who might be having a hard time? Like you said, mentioned like just something about going to the park or something Lots, like yeah. getting out, just to get out as much church. as you can. I think maybe it may either be worse now with social media and the chance to connect yeah. because you could stay at home and do that or. So just, it doesn't feel real sometimes. Yeah, just, just invite people over. I learned yeah. a long time ago that I don't need to be best friends with everybody. Yeah. Just because a lot of people have <laughs> entertainment value. So yeah. what is that per and I don't mean this bad, but what not, not using them, but not I know using, yeah, no, 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 totally. not using them, but what what in the moment, in the now, yeah. what can I give to you and what can you exactly, give to me? Yeah. And that could be a beautiful thing. So I don't have to hitch my wagon to you yeah. friendship for the rest of my life. But hey, what are you doing today or what are you doing this week or this month or just during this period in their life? Yeah, I think that that's great advice for any mom because I think a lot of it's intimidating wanting to meet other mom friends sometimes because you're like, I don't have the capacity to be a best friend with you forever. Right. So I, I think, think other moms understand that. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's like we're all thinking the same thing, but excuse me, <clears throat> the same thing, but then you don't reach out. So that's really good advice. Right. I had a girlfriend once, uh, Shauna, mm -hmm. um, once tell me, we were talking about that. Oh, yeah, I, I, she's still my friend. But we were talking once when the kids were little about how important it was to have family friends. Like, the friends that are your family, mm -hmm. that you know if you need something, you can call today and oh, they will for drop sure. everything and come yep. and help you. And I think for, especially for pilots' wives, I think that's important to create for yourself. Even for so emergencies you, and even stuff. Even for emergencies yeah. and stuff. Just have that group of people that you know okay well Brenda's busy so or she's not answering I can call Shauna or if I can't call Shauna I can call Amy if Amy's not available I'll call Rochelle you know there's just these yeah 
you know, it's, they're all women, but. And the know, vulnerability. The, yeah. And asking say, for help. You've yeah. got to be able to say, I, I need help. Or just a quick text, like having a hard day, yeah. pray for me, or, you know, yeah. whatever. And, and different walks of life, yeah. too. You know, I have um, friends who are extremely wealthy, and then I have friends who are extremely Why not. Why are you pointing at me? <laughs> <laughs> Erica's the other side of the spectrum, in case you're wondering. <laughs> you know, or friends who are extremely religious, and other friends that yeah. know, are going to drink. Or younger and, and older. older. Yeah, yeah younger yeah. and older. Or who are religious, and who will drink and smoke a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the best so, ones. Those yeah. are the best friends, yeah. <laughs> but I think, I don't know, and, and maybe just because it's your mood or your situation. Yeah. But, yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. Get out of your box. But, yeah. again, I think that's good advice for everybody yeah. that's married with young kids no mm-hmm. matter what your husband's go or outside, your spouse's absolutely. schedule is make get sure some vitamin get D yeah just get connected for sure what, what do you think Brenda? it's not easy for everybody to yeah. reach out like that so for I sure. definitely understand that so yeah. I kind of have a crutch with seven the sisters family. Yeah. yeah and, and sometimes that's good and sometimes that's not good <laughs> yeah. you also seem and I don't know you very well Brenda but you also seem a little bit more quiet like, oh. would that have been hard for you to I'm a little margarita in her though she's not <laughs> I'm a little more reserved especially mm-hmm. around oh. new people I yeah. just say you're peaceful you are peaceful. You're so peaceful. I when I get around, you're just like, I just want to watch a movie. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think watch, so. I, yeah. Eat some popcorn. It's a facade. No, it's not. Stop. It's definitely not. Okay, let's see. I know you're not supposed to name the questions or like list through all of them, but hey, this is my first time. So that's what we're doing. I have a few more. Um, we already talked about that. What do you say? Let's start with you, Erica. Again, I'll go around. What would you say is the biggest benefit to being married to a pilot? He's gone half the time. <laughs> He's going to listen to this. I know he is, and he knows it. I talk about it. You know, you get to a point where you get used to it, and then there's mm-hmm. there's responsibilities, but there's also freedom in that. Especially so when kids every time he comes home, I'm like, hey. Yeah. And I always make sure, I always try to make sure that when he walks in the door, I greet him. Yeah. And just tell him how much, you know, I'm so glad you're home. Mm-hmm. And I've got this sign on right by the back door that says, yeah, you're home. Oh, that's Aww. sweet. So, and I bought it. I was like, I bought that for you. Yeah. Because I think it, I'm so glad you made it home. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, yeah. I'm, that's the biggest benefit? Yeah, the biggest benefit. And okay. then he flies an airplane. And we, yeah. We can go to, you know, Colorado in an airplane if, yeah. next time because we're not driving. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be waterboarded. I say that every time than driving. Oh. <laughs> Um, I have really have not much to add to that. Um, I agree. It's a blessing and a curse to yep. have them home and not because mm-hmm. when they're not home, it's free for all to have dinner when, you know, especially when the kids are little, when yeah. you want, do what you want. It's a little bit more relaxed. Marty doesn't like loud music. So yeah. when the kids and I are home and he's gone, it's loud music. Mm-hmm. But now that he's retired, mm-hmm. um, that is a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Um, but that was, that's taken everybody some chance to get used to each other because the kids are home full-time with yeah. COVID last year and then he's home with COVID and then he retires and I it's almost like trying to get to know your dad again and I know yeah. that sounds weird but they haven't been around him but that what a much yeah. what a blessing yeah. we've eased into it just transition for sure lumps and bumps yeah <laughs> um but yeah it's I have nothing mm-hmm. yeah they have these headphones that you could put in that my husband bought for me that have, technically they have a hole in them, uh-huh. so they make the noise around you not as loud, but so you can still hear, oh. and so I would suggest that to him with the music, That's if your kids right. still want to rock out, right. or you, I'm guessing. He's getting used to. Yeah. He's getting Alexa's, he's gotten nowhere to go when Alexa's home and my kids are home, so. <laughs> that sounds fun. Uh, what about you, Brittany? I'm kind of like Amy. I don't have a whole lot more to add yeah. to that other than it's 
nice when they get home. Yeah. But well, sometimes when they get home, they don't want to go do anything. And you've been at home yeah. Yeah. for three days, and now you're ready to go do something. So yeah. you kind of have to. Yeah, that's that funny because Chris and I, I really came to an agreement uh, a couple years ago. It doesn't always happen, but when the kids were little, it did. I always tried to have dinner the first night you came home, mm-hmm. and then the next night we were going out. Because yes. I had not been. Yes. We had a date night. It was just mm-hmm. us. We were going out. So mm-hmm. It seems like that overall is probably something that you guys adhere to. It's like you have, or at least you, it's a good idea to, is going into it, you have these kind of, not rules, but like you know what you're expected, mm-hmm. what's expected of you guys like that. Even mm-hmm. if it's, and it could change from season to season, but, you know, it's not just go with the wind, just do whatever. It's mm-hmm. That sparked a memory of bad Oh, did you get triggered? Oh, no. no. Well, this I session think, of getting triggered by yeah. <laughs> I told you the PTSD. So it would be, he goes to work and I know he's tired. Mm-hmm. And he's thinking I'm staying at home with the kids and he's never done that. So he would come home and he wouldn't want to go out or do anything. So And, and he's have to catch up. So it was almost as if I never really got a break from yeah. the kids. Like mm-hmm. truly got a break. A chance to miss him kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know why I threw that in there. I'm <laughs> go to therapy now but anyway. <laughs> so do you forgive him for obviously, <laughs> obviously I'm just kidding um, I, I have a pastoral background and a counseling background so I immediately want to go into that yeah and be like okay let's walk through that <laughs> we'll do that later off camera or off <laughs> microphone uh what was the biggest negative oh but gets kind of deep but the biggest negative I did not pre-read these questions, so you guys go first. Let me see if I okay. can come up with something. Because clearly it's it's not. No, I will say the biggest negative is him being gone. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. A it's a, it's <laughs> positive, it is. Because it makes sense, though. There were so many times when I, I – there were times when people didn't think I really had a husband. Yeah. I would go to so many like, events. I have a ring on. <laughs> you can have a ring yeah. on. But I would go to so many events, especially, you know, family that didn't really know me there or church. I'd show up with my husband. They'd be like, oh, Mm-hmm. He is real. Yeah, he's real. I wasn't making it up. <laughs> so that was going to the all the events by myself over and over and over yeah. again. Especially was, like holidays. Yeah, um, yes. the, the, you know they can't control their schedule. Exactly. You got to work when you yeah. go to work, and so holidays are tough. Yeah, the very Christmas. Mm-hmm. The very Easter first Christmas I was married. Um, we didn't have kids, obviously, yeah. and I got on the airplane and flew around with him all day long just to see what it was like, because I don't have the same background as Adrian. Yeah. I didn't know what it was like. We went all over. I mean, we flew all over the United States. I was like, oh, this is a bit I said first class the whole time. Yeah. If I'd been back in coach, it would have been a different yeah, story. That yes. was a long time ago, because you train yeah. on rev now, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. like last row, then yeah. you're like, you get on. on. <laughs> I just want to get on. Yeah. So... So that's changed? What, what were you guys talking about with the change as far as now you're not in first class? Uh, no, you know, there for a while after 9-11, it was pretty easy to get on mm-hmm. and sit mm-hmm. first class because a lot of people weren't flying. But over the years, at least for Delta, a lot of people have gotten a lot of miles, so they move up gotcha. and upgrade. Yeah. So I don't get first class very often. I'm just really happy to go on the plane, especially yeah. now with them only mm-hmm. running at what, 60%, 70%, I don't even know what they're running, yeah. to even get on the plane. I'm, like, I I'll be in luggage. so nice yeah. to the yeah. agents. I'm like, thank you so much. You're yeah. so awesome for letting me I love me. being on the plane. So you can so get good. anywhere for basically free, yeah. and everyone just thinks that's so wonderful. Glamorous. Um, Such a domestic, I'm like, just, just let me go. And <laughs> then you have, like I say, my vacation begins when I get to the airport. I get a mocha, Same. and I sit, and if I miss three flights, yeah. okay. You have I to be 
and very yeah. flexible. Very oh, flexible. Yeah. I may not even go. Yeah. You may have to go home. Or if it's drivable, we just get in the car and yeah, drive. We did that, that coming home from Colorado in January. So you would say that's also a huge piece of advice would be just be extremely flexible. Yeah. yeah. My daughter is not the most flexible person. Mm -hmm. Robin and Grace are really a lot alike. And I can remember one time being at the airport ready to go on a trip. She's so excited. It was crazy and the gate agents were just they were stressed. Yeah. And you know, and she's over there coloring a picture of a gate agent. You know, while she's waiting. Well, we didn't get on the flight. I said, Mm -hmm. We have to go home. We're going to have to drive. Did she rip it up? Oh yeah. She did not rip it off. She started she started pitching a fit and crying and crying and crying. And I was like, Grace, you just drew a picture of the gate agent, right? Yeah. I said, Why don't you go tell her thank you for letting us wait and give her that picture? And for Grace it was like Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, I get to go bless somebody or something, but you know, it made yeah, that that's flight hard. attendant's day. She just looked at it. She's like, "Oh, sweetheart, thank you. You could probably get on the next flight." <laughs> so that I mean, that has to be hard, obviously, for children. Because even as an adult, I'm like, "No, yeah, I want to go." Yeah. And it's not real easy when you are flying with your kids because yeah. you oh get, my gosh, I've never. You know, we say you have to be flexible, but mm-hmm. it's stressful because you want to make sure all three of yep. you get on. Yeah, and, and you're not all your fifteen stuff. rows away from it and exactly. all the stuff. Yeah, and you yeah, have you really Well, really you learn. You carry only on. fly with one bag. Yeah. <laughs> Backpack, backpack, man. And you carry it yourself, and that yeah. includes your kids. Yeah. yeah. I flew with a newborn with my oldest one time. Oh, you're crazy. I, I haven't flown with, he was l- yeah. real little, and he nursed the whole time. But I haven't flown with children yet. Yeah. Really? I think your boys would have a good time. I yeah. think they would Starting be good, young, too. My yeah. kids yeah. are so we used to not getting on. Or yeah. Just yeah, ours are, our mine are, too, now. So. Yeah. so are mine. And they got lots of compliments when we flew when yeah. they were little because they <laughs> behaved <laughs> really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's sweet. I had flight attendants take uh, Grace and pass out food with her. They like, come on, Grace. Flight attendants are always nice because they yeah. know. Yeah. And yeah. especially if you, you know, your kids are nice, make sure they're clean. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, just... You know, don't ask Lots for to do. Lots to do. Some Dramamine. Dramamine. Yeah. <laughs> That's for you. Yeah. We actually, actually, they have kids Dramamine. Yeah. We do kids Dramamine, like if we're going mm-hmm. to Branson or something with those hills. Yep. Because that could get real messy real quick. Another negative is the schedule. You never yeah. know. You never what know from month to month. Yeah. Month to month. And, and it, I'll tell you, another negative is you lose some friends because yeah. of your schedule. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. They don't understand. They, that. Because they, I, can you do this? I, don't I know. may or may not be able to. I'll tell you about the 17th yeah. to the 20th of the month when my husband gets his schedule. I That's Chris's mom. Is well, honey, let's just get it on the schedule. Huh, I'd love to, but I don't yeah. know what the schedule. And is. if they can't handle that, or they take it because you know, month after month, you might have to cancel on them. Yeah, well, Marty takes a trip and gets called out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for extra money, and then they're mad because your schedule changes, and now your husband was going to mm-hmm. do something with the kids, and now you've got to take over. Yeah. So it. You do, I know Brenda looked at me like I was nuts, though, but you do lose some friends along the way. Yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of shallow, but... Well, I think that's a good, that's right, it is. On their part, on their part, yeah. Yeah, I think, so my husband travels for work, and that's something, that's kind of a newer thing for me, and it's been a new adjustment basically for planning because I love to plan I love having my calendar figured out especially with my girl time and everything and so that's been a huge adjustment and it's been hard to not blame it on him Mm -hmm. you know and to not get bitter towards your spouse because it's not their fault that's their job and they're just trying to provide for your household but so you have to be and that's a whole new world for me say thank you so much for coming home for one thing yeah yeah and then you 
really appreciate that time when they're there because it's more like obviously like you enjoy the time with your girlfriends and all your friends and family but when they're home they're your best bud mm-hmm. and so you really and try you to have soak to that make up a time for them yeah especially okay i know we're supposed to do this but my husband's home for two days and i really like yeah. to see him and i, I like being married night. to him so mm-hmm. yeah. i want to enjoy the time with him mm-hmm. we have played over the years we play cards in the mornings mm-hmm. we play remicube we play remicube in the evening just play a game so that we're both sitting there yeah, yeah. no phones chit-chatting and yeah. Chris has always been very good with just I've always been able to really talk to him and I think for any marriage that's yeah. important make sure your communication is solid that you're yeah. constantly talking when you can I mean if they're gone for three months and you haven't talked to yeah. them for three yeah. weeks then when they do call everything goes away and that conversation is the bomb diggity sort of hard to do though with kids yeah it is um, for sure you got to work on that sure yeah, finding that, especially with younger ones, like they technically have a bedtime, but it's like they don't necessarily honor that every time. Yeah. So you could be, you know, some night, like we usually try to have our kids in bed at a certain time and then we watch shows or something, but that wasn't how it was whenever they were younger mm-hmm. because, and I can only imagine if, like if your husband has to wake up early to yeah. catch a flight or something. I was pretty strict about bedtime. Yeah. Because yeah, so I, I That's helped that us a lot, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. I had a girlfriend uh, who was a doctor down in Fort Worth, Diana. And she would say, Erica, you put those kids to bed at 6 p.m. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, I can do it. You're the doctor. I, I you said so. Well, my, so. I mean, I didn't have to really that was struggle really, with Really, mine. really young. Yeah. My kids um, are really good. I mean, bungee the door show once. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sick of you coming downstairs. <laughs> so, mommy, I still awake. <laughs> That's Benji, 11 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. I'm not tired. Oh, I can He's see been Benji. in bed for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. And he's got a lot of energy. He sure does. He's so cute. Um, well, let's see. Oh, so what would you say, or would you say that being a pilot family is almost like its own culture as far as, like, you, you know what to expect. You kind of, like, you know each other almost immediately. You know, like, obviously you haven't met Amy before, but, like, when you're, you're just, like, you kind of, like, we get each you other, get it, you know? Right? Yeah. yeah. I think that's, at least for me, it's funny. The first, when my kids were first little, my group of friends all worked for the airlines. Shauna worked for the airlines. Oh, yeah. Uh, your when I met you, and then there was Angela, that her husband flew. Her husband flies mm-hmm. for FedEx or UPS, one of the two. I mean, and then I had a couple other girlfriends that were just kind of the fringe girlfriends, you know, that you need. But they all, all of them, and I don't know how we all ended up knowing each other. I'm like, your husband's a pilot too. Yeah. Get out seriously. Mm-hmm. That's why we get each other. Yeah, we just had someone um, come to church. They've been in church for the last yeah, month. Yeah, Chris and, and... He's a pilot. Yeah, he just... He and Chris sat there and talked for like 20 minutes after church the other day. I'm like, I'm hungry. Yeah, and I feel like it's probably Got a challenges. culture thing for your kids, too. Like, they just yeah. they just know. Yeah. That's awesome. And the language of everything. Yeah. Are you that makes sense. Are you green yeah. slip? You have a layover. He's got the dead head. Yeah. Everyone yeah. else is like, what? <laughs> yeah. So I think some of that, being able to talk to somebody who's familiar so you don't have to interpret. <laughs> I don't know about you, know. but it's people always, how do I get to so-and-so at the airport? Oh, piece of cake. I got yeah. there twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> or they call yeah. for advice. Yeah. I have a ticket. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. Anybody anybody about about <laughs> just show up yeah he flies it I can't tell you anything about any other part of the yeah the whole process Mm -hmm. well that is how we were ending this podcast (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome so thank you guys for listening and um I think that we're gonna have to make this into two different episodes good so I'll cut it if I need to but uh 
I think also I want to hear back from you guys. So we will check our schedules, you know, your pilot wife schedules, yeah. and get something on there. Hey, we did a good job, though. We did. Awesome. We did. Thanks, Tabitha. Thank, yep, thank you. Thank you, Tabby. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Wild Blue Podcast. Find us online at flywildblue.com. And don't forget to subscribe and share.